WA's Novated Leasing Specialist can save you thousands on your dream car. Fleetnetwork.com.au Right around Western Australia on SEN. It's Scotty and Goss for breakfast with Scott Cummings and Tim Gossage. Six and the Toolkit Depot studio has one person in it, and that is I, the Melbourne studio. Thanks to Fleet Network, WA's Novated Leasing Specialist. Save your thousands on your dream car, fleetnetwork.com.au. I look down the screen, down the line to the big unit, Scotty Cummings in SEN Melbourne. Good morning. Uh, morning, buddy. How are you? Yeah, well, it's uh, four past eight. It's currently 11.2. And for everyone listening, there's a car accident on the Westgate Freeway, uh, <laughs> which is causing gridlock on yeah. their morning commute. You're heading for 17 over there in Windy. We've got, 30, oh. we've got 34 here today. Oh, I know. I know. Could you just, do you mind popping over and giving my pool a bit of a vac? Yeah. Well, funny you should say that. I was about to bring that up. I uh, had a, got, got a new vacuum head on my uh, pool <laughs> and I started vacuuming, but the... The nozzle is too um, big for the oh, no. vacuum. The hose. It keeps, oh. the hose keeps coming off. Oh, no. And 34 degrees, oh. and the whole fan wants to go in it, and it certainly needs a bit of a vacuum this morning. Yeah. So I'm going to have to be very post-haste out of here this morning. It's a serious, serious golden triangle problem we're facing right now. It's grand <laughs> final week. We're talking about nozzles. On pullbacks. Yeah, you're looking forward to the grand final? You're, now right. that you're there, you got a taste yeah. for it already? <laughs> oh, mate, I tell you what, it was a hectic Friday night, let me tell you. I know that was a long, long time ago, but I lost my way a little bit there. And uh, it was fantastic uh, that they, they got up, no doubt about that. But now, obviously, uh, there was a 1.3 billion people at training yesterday at uh, down at Collingwood. And... Uh, it's a hard luck story starting right in it with uh, with Taylor Adams out ruled himself out, which is and I know they happen every year. There's always hard luck stories, but that's that's a shocker. And Dan McStay going down with a knee there, he's a big big out, like a big out. So whew, it's going to be a big week, but uh, it's good to be yeah, it's good to be in Melbourne and, mm. and just getting a feel for it all. Mm. I'm not happy with 17, though, to be perfectly honest. I see you rolling out the excuses already for Collingwood. Rightio, uh, I want to send a cheerio on the ah, temporary bench text out. line. Huge out. Yeah, I, mean, I can't see how they get up from no, here. I mean, it'll, be, it'll be Herculean. Please. Uh, Matt Wilson from Bunbury. I'm giving. I'm throwing out some names for you. Matt Wilson from Bunbury. <laughs> no, I'm reading them too. Right, I'm just wait, too. wait. <laughs> Tony from Perth. Yeah. Twinkles. Bruce from yeah. Frio. Yep. The red man down there in Lake Grace. They've all been listening prior to 6 o'clock to Gary yeah. and Tim. Well, Twinkles is good to us. But I did just say, look, I was looking at the temperature screen. I was talking to our great man, uh, Nimsy, over here, who's got us all set up beautifully. And I said, well, this is a little depressing. <laughs> he said, why is that? I said, well, there's uh, Bruce from Fremantle. <laughs> He's a homemade here. All the ones you read out there, I've lost them all. They're all starting to move. Tony from Perth. Yep. I don't think they've texted our show before. What, what's going on? Well, you know, they, you do get the choice. You can go onto the SEN app and listen to what you desire. And we do come on with one hour of Gary and Tim. So uh, I'm pretty sure we have a lot of those listeners as well. We'll find out. So Bruce, maybe they don't have maybe they don't have pools, mate. They just don't relate at the moment. Well, Red from Lake Grace, and hello, Red. I've got family living in Lake Grace, clearly. Well, I'm, I'm Brady's side, my daughter's partner and father of Lola. Um, there's nothing in Lake Grace, so Red, <laughs> two chances of going <laughs> down there. This is probably why. Mate, this is probably why. Mate, there's nothing there, yeah. mate. 
Fish stop potting people. I'm not potting uh, it. I'm just saying I would never live there. Hey, can you answer? <laughs> Hello, me? <laughs> can you answer me a question? Question away. Because uh, it was obviously a big weekend, lots of stuff going on, and and uh, thanks oh, to Hammer not... yesterday as well for did a great job. Uh, how'd he go? Was he, oh, right? he was exceptional. Was he? He's such a talent. Oh, I heard he struggled. Nah, I'm perfectly honest with you. Planned, got in early. Planned. Yep. Oh, Didn't leave the studio every ad break either. What? It, well, what for? What? I don't I mean, know why. You anyway, tell me. You tell me. Hey, now tell me why I read something. <laughs> why? Why did I read during yep. the uh, on the weekend at some stage? Mm-hmm. I think my ex. This is a a tweet from T Gossage. Mm-hmm. I think I'm my ex days are over. Yep. Did you speak about that yesterday? Nope. Because well, that happened. Doesn't do Twitter. What happened? Um, I got over 100,000 views (laughs) and comments total. You went fishing, didn't you? No, no. I made an honest assessment about the commentary uh, of uh, one media outlet that I felt was very much in the favour of Carlton. I was going to say, this is Brisbane Carlton, isn't it? Yeah. Did you uh, find the it same? Was, it was bordering on state of rugby league state of origin with Phil Gould just uh, pretends that there's two teams out there. No, she doesn't pretend. He completely can, cannot see Marone. It was bordering on that. They were really going for Carlton. So I made a basic comment. Do you think <laughs> the commentators are hoping no. for Carlton to win? And then I followed up with using a quote from one of the commentators Carlton brave, they led by five goals and lost by three. I don't know what what where that's brave for me. And then they piled on the Carlton supporters about, oh, we were banged up, two shoulders, four broken ribs, and I went, well, why don't you play four of the four fit blokes that you dropped yeah. for the game? Yeah. So yeah. excuses, and excuses, right? Anyway, it was on, <laughs> it was on, and the. the a hundred thousand, a hundred thousand views, and I just and I don't know. There must have been a complaint lodged because Twitter shut me out. Oh, <laughs> fair enough. Yeah, yeah. Nothing, well, nothing posted. I, nothing posted. Um, I put a poll up there who was going to win the grand final. I put a poll up about the waffle crowd. Um, oh, I didn't see these polls. You know, I love a poll. Well, they didn't get up because they were. I was refused entry. So then I had to reboot the entire system. Gostradamus got shut down. Oh, <laughs> oh that's why your ex days are over, because they've decided for you. Yeah. Uh, so, gotcha. Keep in mind, though, mate, keep in mind that a little while ago when Carlton started uh, firing and uh, they were in the finals and the, and the bandwagon was full, I said, I hope the people that were spitting over the fence and swearing and calling talk back and, and accusing blokes of uh, having no heart and no ticker and being weak as dogs. I hope they, when they burn their memberships, they don't get another one. <laughs> and they came for me like there's no tomorrow. So these are the people. The people that are probably having a crack at you are the ones that actually responded and said, maybe it's because of us that they've fired up again. Yeah, yeah, nah. Yeah, no, nah, it's not because of you no. abusing them and, and ripping them to pieces and calling them every name under the sun. That's not the kick in the bum that they need. So there was one bloke in particular. His name's Jonathan. Oh, no. His name's Jonathan. Right. Right. And Jonathan went way over the top. Way I'm, I'm over the tell top. You, straight and away, I'm going to say if, he's, if your name's Jonathan and you don't go by either John or Jono <laughs> and you stick with Jonathan, <laughs> no, I'm not sure you're any good. 
And anyway, I did some research on one said Jonathan. <laughs> I feel tougher when I'm three and a half thousand k's away. Jonathan is a company secretary. Right. With a couple of mining companies that I did recent to <laughs> podcast for. <laughs> Oh, no. So I said hello to Jonathan. Yeah. Yeah, I did. I said good, because he, he questioned my journalistic skills and said a good journo always has good contacts and can dig a little deeper. Yeah. Anyway, Jonathan doubled down. Anyway, so Jonathan's a bit of a throttler. So, if Jonathan, if you listen, <laughs> uh, your day will come, okay. little fella. Okay. Anyway, anyway. Can I ask you another question? Question away. Hey, uh, did you watch the Waffle Grand Final? I did. I was here. I commentated. Thanks for listening. Yeah. I'm the king. No, no. Really? Oh, well, yes, oh, well, I, did. I did what I said I was going to do. You did. And watched it on telly. Like uh, clearly 100,000 other people. Because uh, not many went, Tim. 27,000? Well, if you, if you tell me that 27,000 were there during the Waffle Grand Final, mm-hmm. and I'm not going to say that stupid this time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I got away with it. I'll go he. I like saying I'll go he because it means you don't have to actually do it. Probably anything. at the time of the East Fremantle. Peel game, there was 22 max. Yeah, so but, 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 the 5,000 he went to watch the yep. reserves who, yep. who unfairly had to play at 10 yep. or 20 past nine. Yep. Uh, and then the Colts yep. and then their family members and off they yep. trotted. Yep. And I know some Waffle players who went to watch the reserves and the Colts and then I said, what's the, and they were sending me photos going, I think you're right. And I said, halfway through, I said, what's the crowd look like? They said, there's no way we stayed to watch those two teams play. I couldn't sure. watch those two but that, teams. But that's, so that, but, that, but that's the attendance... Um, Attendance strategy of every venue. It, it, if you have it, like, it, like you know, if you have a. People, if there's curtain raises. Yeah, people walk in, that's counted, isn't you, it? Yeah, you count everyone. Yeah, no, no, no worries at 27, all. No 27,000, whatever. How'd you find the atmosphere? Uh, good for East Romano. Really disappointing for Peel. Really yeah. disappointing. Yeah, I was really surprised. Uh, just clearly not the support of the Fremantle Dockers fans. Who are, that's their club, that's their aligned club. I was disappointed with the Dockers uh, fan base not showing up. What about uh, the the timing of it? Now, so I was critical of the fact that it was at Optus Stadium. Um, I know there were, you know, Jeff Valentine came in and spoke on our show. He said it was great. I think Billy Monaghan said it was great for some of his players to be able to play at Optus. Uh, Atmosphere-wise and as far as the spectacle goes, I was critical of that. Anyway, that's done. What about now? Do you think having the... And, and there were discussions early in the year, wasn't it, about when that Waffle Grand Final was going to be and how their season was going to be structured. Do you think playing the Waffle Grand Final on the on a long weekend, the first weekend of school holidays, Not is, ideal. Going to, is going to maximise your crowd? Not ideal, but they had to get it out the way before the AFL Grand Final. Mm. So that's the issue. Royal Show yeah. started. Royal Show started. It did. So then you've got long weekend and school holidays. It, it, it was not ideal. That's a tough one. It was a tough one. Um, perfect to play it here. Fantastic. Uh, 27, if it's 27, 22, call it what you like. Bottom line is you wouldn't get that at any other venue. Um, on on the, uh, the top tier was not open, but the second tier on the uh, commentary side was completely packed. All the corporates, I'm led to believe the corporates were basically full all around the venue. Um, I think they got it right. And I think the... I yeah? Think, yeah, I do. And I, do you reckon I, they made it... Do you reckon financially... And this is splitting hairs now because the game's done. It's been, but it's been won. Yeah. Um, financially, do you think it's a more viable decision to have, yeah, I do. say, 27 at Optus, which is going to cost you... What three times as much as it's going to run cost you to run it? Yeah, I do, I do. I said because if you if you had at any other venue, Scotty, you're looking at twelve to fourteen thousand. It's just not. There's more than that. Want to go to the footy? Yeah, Can you enough. imagine if Peel don't make it? Can you imagine if Swans make it? 
mm. or East yeah. Perth make it? I, I, I can imagine it. Can you imagine South Fremantle or East Fremantle, <laughs> East Fremantle or South Fremantle making it? Yeah. It would be huge. It would yeah. be huge. Yep. East and Perth, you can't West decide Perth. the ground. You can't decide the ground on who plays. No. Uh, so you've got to enough, lock in enough. and you've got to book it for a start. Um, and, I'll, and I will say, in simple terms, East Fremantle were fantastic. They were fantastic. Had All them at every measure, didn't they? Yeah, yeah, especially at the um, on the bottom line and the accounting. They had that covered. Um, well, that's, you, then that's the other thing. Like, no. Is I, there an asterisk? Nah, no. Well, yes, no. yes, 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 Scott, there is an asterisk, but I'm not going to, for one minute, downplay Bill Monaghan and the players yeah. who played. I think it's a remarkable achievement for a waffle team, a waffle team, no AFL-listed players, yep. to do what they've done, to play the way they played, they deserve the full commendation. And I think it's fantastic that they beat it. basically a half-strength yeah. AFL team. Yeah, and considering when Bill took over too, they were absolutely on their knees, Ishmael, weren't they? They were they were dreadful. Well, they he, were he cleaned them out. He walked in, and they didn't yeah. like it. A lot of players left. Thirty five of the, I think the top five. Did I read somewhere that the top five or six players in the club champion, the year after Bill arrived, left? Yeah. He just walked in and said, "These are not the standards. These well, are yeah. the standards." It proves that you're, um, you've got too much dead wood there. If they don't like a, a bit of a change-up, if they don't like uh, being challenged, then you've got dead wood there. Very true. Hey, through to the temperate te- uh, bedshed text line. No, pool boys, no. And uh, I do... <laughs> read this. Where is it? Hang on, it's all the way down this. But get a, uh, no, pool boys, no. And I do get dropped onto your show after Gary and Tim. And nine times out of ten, I stay. Bruce oh, from Fremantle. Good on you, Bruce. Thank you, Bruce. Heads up, boys. We're still on board. Mick of Mandura. Yes. On your Mick. Mick. Come on, boys. We have to put up with Gary and Tim because you guys are not here. Twinkles, thank you. Oh, we're not coming in any earlier. Uh... <laughs> Come on, Twinkles. Goss and the Hammer for breakfast in the morning. Had a real ring to it. Tomo from Bunbury. Uh, I mean, bugger off, Tomo. Uh, Goss, I not. think Gilly has the high-profile connections and he rang Elon and had you shut down, said Jonathan. Yeah. I bet Jonathan's five foot seven uh, in a Santa suit on a plane. <laughs> <laughs> says Twinkles. Under five eight, you yeah, know the rules. You know the rules. <laughs> and Joondalup Arena was not available. They had a festival booked on the same day. Yeah. In regards John, to the that's John. That's John has to come in with some sense. Okay. McCafe, give us this chat celebrating thirty years of coffee fit for an Aussie. Best coffee I've had today. This morning. Right. Oh, terrific. Was elite. Terrific. Yeah, she was fantastic. Yeah. McCafe celebrating 30 years. <laughs> hey, you know, there's, they've actually got a McCafe in the, oh, I know. In the building here. They got, oh. Is anyone staffing it or has it been shut down? Oh, I was standing there for some time waiting for two sausage muffins with bacon and two hash browns and uh, they were right. unavailable. Who was unavailable? The, the muffins? <laughs> yeah, there was none there. They just make coffee, don't they? Yeah. And I don't do that. No, you don't. Yeah, that's right. You're non-coffee. You know it. Can't put diesel in a Ferrari, Tim. You certainly can't. Hey, on the way, uh, Sean Hart's going to join us. Oh, that bloke caused us some pain back three-time in Three-time Premiership player. Yeah, three-time Premiership player, Norm Smith medalist. Didn't play in 2004 because his face got rearranged in the prelim. Yeah, right. Okay. Remember that? Didn't play there again. Was, there was um, – there's, there's no – this is the thing. They're trying to find Collingwood players to do a bit of a, a where are they now and, and your memories – of 0203, and it, the, the nine of them that are in this WhatsApp group, 
that I'm a part of as well. They've all said no, no. And they've screenshotted the text message from the journalist saying, I would love to talk to you about the, your memories of the final. And Chris <laughs> Darren's just replied, this big, long, nice message from the journalist. No. The next one, no. Next one, no. And it's like, who wants to talk about getting thumped by 10 goals? So they're not going to find a lot of Collingwood players to talk about 02 and 03, but anyway. Perth Wildcats start on Friday night against yeah. Hazzy. Scotty Roth coming to town. Hiram Harris is going to join us. Been a bit of a journeyman, Hiram. He played at the World Cup for New Zealand. Mm. Yeah, he's a okay. tallback. He's but a tallback. We like him now. Oh, do we ever? But he's had four. Is this is his fourth club, Perth Wildcats? Nothing wrong with that. That and is nothing wrong with that at all, Tim. Did you say no? <laughs> Very good you're point. Saying you're that, saying that like, oh my God, it's his fourth club. Mm. Sometimes that happens. I think he left on his own accord. Oh, did he? Oh, yeah. I'll ask him what that's like. Now, Scotty, uh, also Simon Miller's going to join us, Amelia's yes. Jewel. Are you going to go see Amelia's Jewel on Friday night? Well, I would. Um, I would have. But um, mm. my big mate, Fraser, put mm. me down for a charity dinner that he's a part of called Blake's Army. Yep. And Fraser's on the board of that, and he does a lot of work for it. And he said, mate, are you going to be in town? I said, well, if the pies make it, I'll be in town. And he goes, all right, I'm going to put you in this thing. It's myself and Tazza. Uh, it's myself, Paul LeCurie, Ben Johnson, and Fraser. So I text Fraser on Friday night saying I'm going to be there for uh, this lunch, this dinner on Friday. And he said to me, this Fraser's on the board of this charity. He goes, fantastic, mate. That's awesome. Look forward to it. Uh, I'm in Vietnam for two weeks, but you and Liquor will have a good time. <laughs> I said, what? So, no, I'm not going to Mooney Valley, but I'll be all over it. Peter Dacos was our guest on the show yesterday. Uh, He was unreal, and he admitted that he had a very busy schedule this week, appearing. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, What about yourself? Got much planned? Have you, have, you, have you, I know, and SEN didn't do well to to, uh, to to go to Melbourne at sh- such short notice and, and leave us high and dry over here in Perth putting oh, no, the no. show together. Hey, 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 hey. But hey. I want to ask, what have you scheduled in, like, uh, like, like, ka-ching, ka-ching? Is there much going on? I am hosting a breakfast for the club on a Saturday. Bre- a breakfast? <laughs> well, no, sort of a... A brunch, maybe from 10 to 12 mm-hmm. for Collingwood um, at the Glass House. So that'll be good fun. Mm-hmm. Um, I was a chance to um, have a gig on tomorrow, but um, the pies went because it was, it was going to be, if GWS won, it was going to be T Green out and S Cummings in. Uh, but pies won, so that one's ripped off me, so Toby's available for that one now. <laughs> I was really hoping for a Pies win and Toby needed to need immediate surgery. That was going to be, that was gonna be the best best result, but not to worry. But now we've got a couple of things on. More importantly, we've got an 11.36 tee off on Friday at Royal Melbourne, so that's always good. Ah, good stuff. I'm glad you're enjoying yourself. Uh, yeah. Bruce from... I'll come in on my holidays. That's okay. Bruce from Frio again. <laughs> so what do I win by listening. Not much, Bruce, but I tell you what, we're not far away. <laughs> if we don't have the same, I was listening to Gary and Tim on the way in, and uh, whew, do they have a prize cupboard? <laughs> wow, it's a big one. It's huge. This is a bit bigger than ours, Bruce. Anyway, we're working on it. <laughs> I might, hey, but I raid the prize cupboard here and bring them home. <laughs> Our prize cupboard is full of technical stuff <laughs> that needs to be fixed. Now, JJ. <laughs> It would be interesting to know the value of the teams that played on Sunday, as in how much each player is paid. I'm sure Peer would be slightly ahead with the half <laughs> AFL team, even after cooking the books of the Mighty Sharks. Only by about $750,000. $100 tyre power voucher. Bruce, we're going to give you. 
I'm going to give it. I'm going to give yeah, Bruce. Good call. Thank you, Bruce. He stayed good with call. us. He's admitted that he uh, he hasn't been. I don't think he's been a regular texter on the Temple no. Bedshed text line. The, the reward and reward for effort, though. Hundred dollar type bow voucher. Get the power of Australia's biggest independent. Uh, and just, just a reminder, uh, we've got we've got such a busy morning. I'm not too sure. Have we got such a busy morning? Are we going to are we going to do it today? We've got such a busy morning, guys. <laughs> you know you're going to do it. No, we can't do it because we've got Sean Hart, Hiram Harris. Simon Miller. We could do it at 20 past seven. So we do it after 20 past seven? Mm. We'll do this after 20 past seven. Yeah. 40? 40 bricks. Thank you. Right. So we're prepared to give away 10 slots. (laughs) That's all, isn't it? Ten slots? Uh, as many as Come we can on. make. But, Scott, oh. Scott, we have got Simon Miller on, and Scotty from Bayswater and I are mates, right? Scotty from Bayswater and I, because we are part owners of Anabolistic. Right. So we, we both bought 0.001% for 150 bucks. Good. So we could both say we've got a horse trained by Simon Miller. It's just pointless. No, it's not. I'm going. I am going to ask for tickets to every race meeting that Anabolistics in. I'm going to ask for the report. I'm going to ring the trainer to find yeah. out how my horse is going. And, and more importantly, what you should do is uh, that is that commentary. I mean, what a oh. yeah, yeah. That, that's that, Anabolistic. No, no, that was commentary, and it just shows to show. So it doesn't matter how well it sounds at track. <laughs> It still can be shot during the race. <laughs> could, still, right, it could still right be real now. slow. <laughs> yeah. Um, but more importantly, so you're going to ask for tickets to the day. No yep. worries. Well, you're going to yep. be in the owner's morky yep. all the time. You're, <laughs> going to ask for, you're going to ask for the reports from the trainer. Yep. I think what Simon would like the most, though, is for your feedback on how it's going and how, he, how you think it could be trained. Correct. And who should be writing it? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, don't worry. He's going to be... He is dreading my ownership share. He is dreading it. Hey, we're here for Fleet Network. WA's Novated Leasing Special. Save your thousands on your dream car. Fleetnetwork.com.au. Uh, or you can text us away, 0487736736. But don't ring for Goss Lotto until after 7.15. And then it's $40 million for anyone who calls. I'm going to ask you to make a promise. Well, you don't win $40 well. million. Dollars. You've got to be in the tour. <laughs> <laughs> anyone that calls, anyone that calls, you're going to win $40 million. <laughs> oh, wow. Go ahead, go, Scott. Some, somewhere, wherever Hutchie is right now, there's just a shudder going through his body. He's gone, what's happened? What's happened? <laughs> um, I need you to make a promise now as well. It's an early one before we have Hiram Harris on. You, are you going to behave yourself while calling the, the new recruit... <laughs> For the Wildcats, the man who filled our last roster spot. Is it Charlie? Is it Charles? <laughs> Charles. Yeah, baby. Christian Doolittle. Christian. Christian Doolittle. Are you going to yourself? <laughs> You're not, are you? I'm just going to say, do more. <sighs> no point doing little. That's not going to win this game. <laughs> 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 so, uh, how do I shut all of this off and go home? All righty. Hey, we're going to get a breakaway. McCafe, here's to 30 years of McCafe serving coffee that is well and truly fit for an Aussie. Scotty, check the date. What is the date today? It is the oh, it's the 27th of September. Yeah, so that baby. Means, that means... <laughs> 
Five months to the day I celebrate my 59th birthday, Scott. Five months to the day. Write it in the diary. Oh, absolutely. Let's get a break can away we, and come back. Can what? we get you a present for each month? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yes, every time it hits 27. I'll get you a bowl of red. I know they just sit on your desk. It's going to be 34 degrees today. 34 today, but going to be raining oh, by wow. Saturday, 21. You, in yeah. the other hand, 17 today and heading for 28 grand final day. 28 grand final day. Again, it's going to favour Brisbane, isn't it? I mean, yeah. they're used to those hotter climates and that, so everything's up against the pies at the moment. Let's get a breakaway and wow. come back. This is Scotty and Goss. Scotty's in Melbourne. I'm in downtown Optus Stadium in the Tookie Depot studio. Scotty's in Melbourne. I'm in the Tookie Depot studio after 6.30 news. Coming up, thanks to Loop Logic's Bauer and O'Day give us on this day, Sean Hart, three-time premiership player with the Brisbane Lions, Hiram Harris from the Perth Wildcats, Simon Miller is Melbourne with Amelia's Jewel and your chance to be in $40 million Goss Lotto. Let's get some news. 25 away from seven. This is SENWA Breakfast. Scotty Cummings in Melbourne preparing for the big game on Saturday. Collingwood and Brisbane. You'll hear all the action here on SEN and the AFL Nation. And now it's time to do this. Scotty Cummings is not here, so the man gets straight into his seat, sitting oh, in your chair. How do you use my chair, mate? You stand where you normally stand. Yeah, he's over there. He's feeling very comfortable about himself, yeah. too. It's Chris Clifford. Good morning. I'm standing here so I can see Scotty on the screen, see his beautiful face. There he is. Hello. And his oh, finger. Yeah, <laughs> what happened in sport, mate? I'll tell you what. So, Sydney co-captain Callum Mills has undergone shoulder surgery after injuring himself at postseason drinks and could be in doubt for the start oh. of the next season. The Swans no. confirmed the gun midfielder had surgery last week. The injury reportedly was done while wrestling with a teammate during Mad oh. Monday. You know what? There's always one. There's always one teammate and at West Coast it was G. Jakovic and at uh, Collingwood it was N. Buckley. The blokes who don't drink all year they get on at Mad Monday and lose their way <laughs> completely. Hard. Yeah, must wrestle. Must wrestle. <laughs> Yeah. Well, I'll tell you what, Sam Edmund came out moments ago and said the Cal Mills shoulder injury is a very serious one. My understanding is it's not your garden variety. No chance at all of round one, I'm told. And if it oh, happened in March, yeah. his 2024 season would be in doubt altogether. So huh? he, that was if it happened in March, it would be... Uh, his season would be out altogether. So he is um, yeah, potentially out for a while, is Callum Mills. This is uh, this Do we is know who stuff. he took on? Well, we don't, we'll do some digging. We'll find out. Yeah, can you find out? Because if it was like someone little like Papley, you'd be embarrassed. <laughs> Big man. In cricket, WA defeated the Redbacks by 22 runs. Ashton Turner was very good, as was Sam Whiteman for WA. And he touched on it, but the Perth Wildcats, we are very excited about this man. Christian Doolittle, the final import for the 24 season. The 25-year-old from Oklahoma is a well-rounded talent, possesses defensive versatility, able to score it... Uh, uh, as well for the Wildcats, and he uh, has lined up alongside Brady Manick in the past, the he, former Perth yeah, Wildcat. he also um, was playing in Japan, and the contract ended abruptly. Yes, it did. I oh, no. Uh, the words Why? were, I think he had a disagreement with the coach. Mm. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I like oh, that. No. Luckily, John really is a very mild-mattered man nowadays, yeah, like oh. his um, playing days, so hopefully it won't. 
have a repeat of... I have a sneaky suspicion if Doolittle comes in and tries to shake the tree. Uh, our man, Usher, he might just uh, put him back in his spot. Yeah, yeah he'll come <laughs> down. I think Usher's our main man. Uh, nice work by you. Birthdays, events, and some of the great moments in history. It's on this day. Scotty, we're going to get through this because Hiram Harris, not too far away, so too Sean Hart and also Simon Miller for Baron today because the little things are everything. It is September 27. For those who don't know, just five months away before the big day. There it is. Oh. <laughs> Come on. When... Come on. Who's no longer with us now that used to do some good stuff? Oh, hopefully I'll see my next birthday. Uh, <laughs> and then you'll feel guilty every time 27 no, no, disappears. Yeah. Every time 27 you're looking appears. Okay. Oh, I'm uh, actually looking okay, aren't I? Thank you. Yeah, you are. Like They say the camera adds 10 pounds, and not for you. No, you look That's terrific. Am I looking? Wide angle. <laughs> Don't ask. William Don't Jury ask. was born on this day in 1942, better known as Elvin Stardust. Backman's eighty. Where was back Randy Backman from? He was uh, he was with a couple of other blokes called Turner Overdrive. Birthday, Randy Backman, Great. still going strong from Canada. He's 80 years of age. Oh, I love them. They had a couple of rippers. Yeah, more to come. Marvin Lee Aday was born on this day in 1947. Sadly, he died last year. You know who Marvin Lee Aday is? He yeah, made yeah. he made Grand Final Day his special moment. And I would do anything for love. born on this day. This is not... Um... This is not from the grand final. <laughs> this was recorded under strict supervision. Hey, but at the end of the day, Meatloaf's got a superb catalogue. There's some great tunes in his catalogue, Meatloaf. 76 today, no? former Liberal Premier Richard Court. And also Labor Premier Jeff Gallup is 72. So they were both born, both wonderful leaders of our state, Richard Court and Jeff Gallup, of course, 76 and 72, respectively. Um, where are those sort of people now? What? No, like, where premiers? are those sort of quality leaders now? Oh, we had a great hey. premier. We had a great hey. premier. I know. No, that. You, were in five, hey. you were in Melbourne five oh. minutes and Dan Andrews yeah. quit. Gone. Yeah. They're celebrating it. This will be bigger than the grand final parade. Yeah, too boring. Massive. Yeah, anyway. Yeah, but I get it. I get it. I get it why you don't like him. But we had a great premier, Mark McGowan, did wonderful things for us. Oh, he did. He was a great premier. There we go. He was a great premier, mate. He's not in there. That's the, one, so. the courts and gallops. A lot's changed in policy. I mean, John Howard was probably our greatest prime minister as well. But Should we keep talking about this? Well. <laughs> when's it end well? You know what? Let's finish this and then we'll start talking religion. Sean Cassidy. Sean Cassidy, 65. He's the half-brother of David Cassidy. I don't know what that means, but anyway. <laughs> Brother from another mother. <laughs> Brendan McCullum, uh, he's 45. Baz Ball, he's 45 today. I don't think I've ever seen this at a cricket ground. 96. Down the wicket. He goes over the top. Could it be it? It is. It's a record for Brandon McCullum. What a magnificent... Yeah, doing great things with England at the moment. He retired in 2019. Had a brief stint with SENNZ as well. Avril 
Avril Lavigne was born on this day, September 27. Happy birthday. Celebrating a birthday. Thanks to Baron today because the little things are everything. 39, Avril Lavigne. Just had an update. Sean Hart's going to join us at 20 past seven. So guess what? It opens up for oh, no. this right now. Yes. We're going early. 13-12-55, Scotty. $40 million Thursday night. In amongst it. You want to be in it? Ring now. 13 12 55. You want to be in the syndicate? You've got to call on air 13 12 55. And just before we take a break, the temperate bedshed text line from Beck of Dun Craig. Let me tell you, Tim, as an owner of one of Simon's horses, I've also two of the other stables, and no one comes close to videos and updates like Simon. You'll be sick of the guy. <laughs> Too late. <laughs> Too late. There's a reason he is the Never. best. P.S. You also get the joy of a celebratory win or loss with the guy on a regular basis. Beckham Duncray. Good on you, Beck. Hey, 13, 12, 55. It is Goss Lotto time. $40 million up for grabs. But you have to ring now. Goss Six minutes is all we've got to put this syndicate together. $40 million Thursday night, Scotty. Let's hit the phones. You've got the list right there? No, I can't see that. <laughs> Let's go to Harlem. Good morning. Oh. Up and going in the morning, gents. Yeah, I know. Up and about, mate. Hey, are you excited about the grand final? Yes, I'm GWS, mate. I nearly got there, didn't they? Yeah, they nearly did. Yeah, but they didn't, Harlem. They didn't, mate. So they're no longer in it. Who do you? Uh, where are you going to do? What are you going to do for grand final day, Harlem? Are you going to watch it uh, where? Uh, yeah, watch watching at mate's house for a barbie, oh, cool. and on the on the bears or lions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going for the oh, bears yeah. as well. Nice work by you, Harlem. I, I was a bit worried for Scotty though, mm. with El Nino, him walking back with the nude in his fair skin. Mm. Never in doubt. I had a uh, I had a couple of sunscreen sponsors lining up uh, to provide bucket loads of it, but it was never in doubt. Never in doubt. No, you, you, yeah. You've been working for Hutchie long enough, commercialising everything. Yeah, well, no, this was a health and safety issue, mate. I mean, yeah, true, you true. can't get burnt in those sort of places. Let's go to Beck in Duncraig. No. Beck, g'day, Beck. Good Thank morning. You. Hello, boys. Thank you for your text, Beck. So, Beck, <laughs> how, how you going? How you going in the grand final? How, how you uh, looking? What are you planning for grand final day? Uh, barbecue around our house, trying out the new Gosney, and um, and I'm tipping Brisbane. Yeah. Sorry, Scott. Uh, it's okay. There seems to be a lot of that going on. That's mm. two from two. Oh, don't burn the snags. Thank you. Thank you, Beck. Uh, let's go to Scotty in Bayswater. Regular. Scotty, good morning. How are you, Tim? And Scott over on the other side of the country? Yeah, he's going really, really well. Uh, yeah. Grand final day. Nice. How, do, how does Scotty from Bayswater take in grand final day? Normally he's going to watch with a couple of mates, but uh, Santa's running around at Belmont, right? So I might be heading out there and watch it part way through. So, uh-huh. yes. You got you got point zero zero one percent share of Fanta. Oh, mate, I'm not that not that dirty. I can't spread it around that far. Despite what you guys told my wife that I owned, uh, you know, my Floyd Williams on the make. But uh, yeah, no, not, not the case. There's no right. secrets here. All right, Scotty, good man, mate. Appreciate it. You are in the draw. Who are you tipping? Who are you tipping, oh, yeah. Scotty? Oh, I'm going to go with the crowd, and I'll follow Brisbane in. All right, off your trot. God, Who's this, next? This is good. <laughs> this is real good. Merv Ellenbrook. G'day, Merv. On your Merv. 
I'm going all right, Merv. Uh, you're in the Goss Lotto for a share of forty million, and uh, I, I, thought I, was, I thought I was getting it all. Yeah, Goss promised that a little earlier. I'll just ring and we'll give you forty. Minutes. Yeah, we had to fix that quickly. The, <laughs> the bat phone rang real quick. It was the lawyers from SEN. Who are you, uh, you going to watch the uh, grand final, Merv? Uh, my son's a busy supporter, so I'll probably go around to his This is brilliant. This is brilliant. This is 4 nil. Uh, good uh, on you, Merv. I hope he cooks you a beautiful lunch, and I hope he has a miserable afternoon. Let's go to Chris in oh, Oakford. On, yeah, I know. He's, he just turned nasty. He's nasty. He's going to be emotional. It's 4-0. What's going on? Every, last year, everyone's second team was Collingwood. They loved them. They were playing beautifully, and now they're going, uh, there's enough of that. Going back to hate again. Might have a connection to you this time around. We've just no, about. What do you mean? Well, we're not a Collingwood station, mate. Okay, no. and you've just tried to turn it into one. Well, I tell you what, if one of your three teams was in it, you'd be all over the joint too. Chris no. of Oakford. Good morning, Chris. <laughs> morning, boys. How you come? Yeah, not too bad, Chris. No, I'm losing. I'm losing interest quickly, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's all right, mate. You just want to make sure we don't shut the border while you're over there. Oh. <laughs> no, that bloke's gone. That bloke's gone. He better not come back, I'll tell you right now. Uh, you'll be watching the game, Chris? Yeah, mate, yeah. Same as everyone else. Just a few drinks at home and a bit of a barbie. So I'm going to go Brisbane for the double, the Brisbane Broncos and the Brisbane Lions. Yes. What's going on? Not one person's what is your going on? Going on? Well, there, Scotty. That's kind of weird, but I don't, I don't want to be here. <laughs> I'd tell you, I'd love the Bronx to get up. That'd be massive. That'd be, uh, that'd oh, be yeah, superb. Absolutely, yeah. Uh, no, no, that'll be right. All right, thank you, Chris. Let's go to Brendan in Lansdale. Brendo, good morning. Good morning, gentlemen. How you going? Yeah, all right. <laughs> I'm feeling much love today, to be honest with you. You've got your own little Collingwood army, haven't you, Scotty? You'll be right. Yeah, yeah, that's all right. Uh, who are you b- barracking for? Uh, I'm going to go towards uh, Brisbane. <laughs> Join the bandwagon of everyone else, I think. What is happening? <laughs> that's 100%. This is really that's just 100%. This is turn on me time. Uh, what's oh, wait, mate, this, this is, you know, when you, if you don't have a, a dog in the race... Don't you barrack for a mate's dog? Uh okay, the underdog. Yeah, and not only that. Not oh, we'll be the underdog by the end of it, mate. You know, McStay gone, Adam's gone, the weather's going to be all right up against us. Uh, what else can I Back read? The G, your home ground. Oh, well, yeah, it's eight, eight, six teams home ground. You're a smart man, Brendan. Uh, thank you, Brendan. You're in the Gosford. I draw $40 million. We've had six people call. They've yeah, all gone for Brisbane, which is one more person than you played games for Collingwood. Yeah. So, everyone, that's where people don't get the connection. I'm sorry. And I know you come up with the excuse it was the one club that didn't sack you, but it doesn't hold It doesn't hold any any water or credit for our listeners. We are not stupid. Bankshire Grove, Ryan, good morning. Morning, gents. How you going? Yeah, good. What's Saturday got planned for you? Uh, mate, we'll be down south in Boston in the caravan, a bit of family time, and uh, watch the game. Yeah, sweet. Who are you cheering for? Uh, well, I've got four, four of me real good mates at Collingwood supporters, so I'm going. Yeah. Going. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that is. Worst mate ever. Worst mate ever. Percent.
great time down south, Ryan. You've still got time yeah. to get in if you want to. 13, 12, 55. Gosselotto, $40 million. brutal. After 7 o'clock, Hiram Harris from the Wildcats, they kick off their season on Friday night against Tassie. Catching up with the coach of Tassie down at the local, the old uh, Malagrano office, catching up with uh, Scotty Roth when he's in town. I and don't care anymore. also we'll be chatting with Sean Hart from the Brisbane Lions who played in three flags. Simon Miller, Amelia's dual fame. Your calls, your texts. I've got time for Jackson, maybe. Let's go to Jackson before we get a breakaway. Jackson, good morning to you. East Vic Park. Morning, mate. Well, Scotty's in Melbourne. I'm yep. in downtown Vic Park here at Optus Stadium. Um, are you looking forward to Saturday? Where, where, where are you taking in the grand final? Uh, just at a mate's place, just around home in Vic Park. Yeah. Sure of us be down there watching it. Yeah, who are you going for? Uh, Brizzy. <laughs> All right, I just don't understand. Have you, have you vetted these calls? No. I wish I could. Are you serious? I wish I could actually lay claim to actually setting this up. What happened this to everyone's is... second favourite team, Collingwood? Yeah, yeah, the way they played, they revolutionised the last year. They were gutsy, brave, coming from behind wins. Everyone loved watching the Pies. You're not as popular as you think you are. It's not about me. Oh, I don't know. You've made well, it a bit about you. Don't worry about that. Do you, do you reckon people are turning on me? Yep. Todd's in Alchemos. Yeah. Hello, Toddy. Good morning. Good morning, boys. Good to have you on, Toddy. Come on, Toddy. You're my last no, chance. No, no. You're my only don't hope. Try and smooth him over. He'll make his own call. Todd, wh- come on, Obi One. Are you gonna? Have you got the uh, footy on, on on Saturday? Where are you gonna do it? Where are you gonna see it? Uh, just a bar in the backyard. Nice. The family will be a nice, quiet one. Yep. Um, Collingwood supporter, father and brother. So I'll be going for Brisbane. Oh, jeez. <laughs> that is that is a. <laughs> Please sweep. So, so your dad and your brother barry for Collingwood yeah. and you're going, can't yeah. help you. Yeah. Who do you barry for? Well, can't help you. I'm an Essendon supporter, so you should be you should be on the bombers anyway, helping us get back up the ladder. Yeah, Toddy. I agree. Yeah, he's a turncoat. No worries. Hey, good on you, mate. Good on you, Toddy. There it is there. Got to go. Let's get some news on the other side of this, thanks to Luke Logics. Hiram Harris after seven. I'm in the Toolkit Depot studio. Scotty Cummings is in Melbourne ahead of the grand final on the weekend. And news just through that Brett Ratton is returning to Hawthorne as a senior assistant coach to work under Sam Mitchell. Hey, Friday night, big time. Wildcats and Tassie Jack Jumpers. Tearing up the car and building up the heat. Here we come. Oh, no. This one, Scotty, oh, new season. Gets me up and about. Yeah, and one of the new players in the Perth Wildcats lineup, and there's plenty of them, is Hiram Harris. It's his fourth NBL club, and he's just fresh off, Good of course, him. playing in the FIBA World Cup of Basketball with the Tall Blacks. He's been kind enough to join us, and he's excited about Friday night season opener. Hiram, appreciate your time, and good morning to you. No worries. Thanks for having me on. Hey, uh, mate, first things first, congratulations on getting to the World Cup as part of the Tall Black Squad. What was that experience like? Hey, uh, sorry, I can't really hear you guys. It's it's a bit uh, quiet. Yeah, OK. Well, you might uh, have to... I'll give you one more go, otherwise we'll have to take a break. Just talking about the, 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 the Tall Blacks experience at the World Cup. Oh, I mean, it was a it was awesome experience. I mean, getting to play 
the best players in the world almost and playing Team USA and, and Greece and just getting experience on the international level it's it's unreal and, and to do it with you know some of your some of your really good mates it, it makes it such a um, fun six seven week pro, seven week process. Uh, well, Hiram, the, the little stuff's gone now, mate. The little World Cup stuff's <laughs> gone. And now we're into the big time. We're at the Wildcats now. We're bloody excited to have you. You met the boys, uh, you know, well, you met up with your new teammates in, in Vegas and uh, and then, of course, the Blitz in Queensland. How was all of that? Yeah, it was good. I mean, uh, you know, the, the guys welcomed me with open arms. It, it didn't take much for me to fit in. Um, it was really easy to get along with, with everyone and... Um, Everyone did a good job of uh, welcoming me, so it was awesome. What role have you got inside the team? What role have you found uh, so far in the pre-season with the Perth Wildcats? What are we expecting from you, and what are you expecting to give the Wildcats fans, uh, not just Friday night, but throughout the new season? Um, I think I've, with me, uh, I think my job is to do all the little things, you know, like box box people out, um, dive on loose balls, you know, all the energetic plays. That's kind of what I like to do. Um, and then just create stuff for my teammates, whether it be an open shot or a good pass or a good screen. That Those are the kind of things I like to do. Yeah, we've missed that. We need that intimidating force in the, you know, on the boards and in the, in the, in the paint, Hiram. Is that what you bring? You love the physicality of it all and uh, the rough and tumble? Oh, for sure. I think sometimes I can be a bit too over-aggressive. But, um, <laughs> no, never. That's, that's on me. I have to uh, take a step back sometimes. But, you know, that's kind of my game, and I think um, that's something I'll really enjoy bringing. Hey, mate, uh, the news came through yesterday about Christian Doolittle. What was the vibe around training in regards to uh, the signing of him? Uh, what do you know about him? What have the boys been talking about? Um, yeah, so we don't really – I don't – know too much about him we were just told the other day um but i mean you know we have we have um a lot of faith in the coaching staff to make the right decisions and you know we back whatever they do 100 percent now you've been at rac arena as an opposition player of course even last year with the adelaide yeah. 36s where you were the most um improved player for the, the them i think you had a bit of an upset win there as well but you come in now as part of the red army behind you Ed, what's it like to play at rac arena as an opponent and what are you expecting on friday night i think uh what stands out most to me is but behind the opposition team's bench there's always this one guy just hurling abuse um and so i'm looking forward to not having to deal with that um i don't know who is i don't know who he is but um a lot of players tend to react to him so he, he does a really good job so i'm looking uh looking forward to having that on my side this okay Hiram. his name is simon his name is Simon <laughs> Devlin, and he's got a cigar bar, Devlin's Cigar Lounge in Hay Street, Subiaco. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's great, guys. Oh, yeah, it is incredible. And, yes, okay. mate, yeah, he, he'll be nice to Scott Roth because he likes Scotty Roth. But, he, yes, he, he picks on one player. He never swears. He never goes out past the point. He's always very respectful. But, yes, he hurls plenty of stuff in the opposition direction. Yeah, look, he, I, I, I'd say that he's probably the best at his job in the league, you know. Hey, so Hiram, if, uh, you know, you've, you've been at uh, three other clubs, maybe send him a little dossier of uh, a couple of your old teammates. If there was one teammate that you wanted to rattle, who would it, who would it, who, what information would you give Simon to, uh, to rattle him and who would it be? 
Look, I'll be honest. It'd have to be Sunday Ditch. I mean, he's a Perth, he's a Perth boy, and I just tell uh, I tell him to talk about golf because Sunday's trying to be a golfer right now, and you know everyone starts at a uh, starts somewhere, and it's not it's not the best start right now. Ah, uh, he's a beautiful uh, man, Sunday. He was also at the World Cup, which was ex- exciting for him with uh, South Sudan. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, and and you know they, those those boys did their country proud, so. Did an awesome job at the World Cup. What about if Simon's behind the bench here and he pulls out a bit of Happy Gilmore goss and he's sort of, hey, Sunday, <laughs> you suck, you jackass. That's <laughs> <laughs> pulled out amazing. a little bit. <laughs> uh, we'll, we'll pull some strings, don't worry about that. Hey, Hiram, appreciate your time. We know you're off to training, mate. It is a big game Friday night at RAC Arena, Perth Wildcats and mm. Jack Jumpers, 7.30. Get your tickets. Make it noisy for the new look Perth gelled? Wildcats. Yeah. Have, have we gelled, Hiram? Are you, are we concerned about the new team and there's a, it's a young side and, and talking to JR at the launch it was is a little bit of work to do are you happy with the way the sides come together and we ready to go for sure I mean I'm happy I'm happy but there's always more work to do there's always improvement that needs that needs to be done so I mean we, we're we're okay with where we are but we always want to get better and that's what we yeah, I try to take in every practice is just getting better at each practice. Yeah, well, it's pretty exciting what the team has come, has come together. Now we just got to put it uh, on the scoreboard. Mate, appreciate your time. Uh, play well Friday night, and uh, it's going to be a fun to watch the Wildcats this year, and you can hear all the action on SENWA as well with myself and Andrew Vlahov. Hey, good on you, Hiram. Appreciate your time. Any chance he's going for Collingwood this weekend? No, he's a Kiwi, mate. He wouldn't uh, care less. You're not going for it. I was going for the Warriors on the weekend. I don't know if you guys watch NRL, but yeah, they got rolled, didn't they? Yeah. So if you had a choice between Brisbane, if you had a, yeah, if you had a choice between Brisbane Lions and Collingwood, who would you go for in the AFL Grand Final? Come on, Hiram. Come on, mate. Uh, look, if I'm being honest, I support Queensland and uh, State of Origin, so it'd have to be Brisbane. This is brilliant. Right. That's Bury brilliant. Him off. Get him off. Cut him off. Cut him right. off. Hiram Harris joining us from the Perth what Wildcats. The hell? That is a clean sweep. That is ten out of. <laughs> <laughs> Harlem Beck, Scotty Merv, Chris Brennan, Ryan Jackson, Todd Lisa and Gary all going for Brisbane. Hiram. And now Hiram Harris also. Let's get a break away. Sean Hart. I wonder who he's going for. <laughs> Three-time premiership. <laughs> with the Brisbane Lions. Scotty's in Melbourne. 34 degrees in Perth today. Already 18 degrees. Don't forget, plenty of water out for your pets. Don't need to. Oh, it was too late to water your lawn people. now. And also clean your pool if your vacuum is fixed. <laughs> <laughs> this is Scotty and Goss. In the 2001 AFL Grand Final, the winner of the Norm Smith Battle today is Sean Hart of Brisbane. Yeah, part of that absolute iconic Brisbane Lions team, which dominated in the early 2000s, of course. And I talk of Sean Hart, and he's been kind enough to join us. The 2001 Norm Smith Medals, three-time Premiership player, 2001, two and three. Sean, appreciate your time on an exciting time for the Brisbane Lions. Oh, thanks, Tim. Sure is. Can't wait for Saturday, actually. It's going to be a fantastic day. Nice and warm Queensland weather, so we'll hopefully see a Lions win. Yeah, well, Sean, it seems to me that it's all stacking up nicely for uh, for Brisbane right now. Jackson Payne looks like he's good to go. Max Stay, who left the club, he's out. Taylor Adams out. The weather's going your way. And it really, uh, it's just all pointing everything Brisbane. Uh, yeah, good, good point, Scott. I think it's really important that things do fall into place. You need a little bit of luck, and it sounds like you just described that 
Brisbane, uh, everything's falling into place nicely for them. Doesn't guarantee anything, but it certainly helps on grand final. I know in 2001, coming into the Essendon game, we knew there was a couple, two or three vulnerable Essendon players, and as it, as it was, they, they just couldn't run the game out, and we ran over the top of them. So it does make a difference, I reckon, Scott. Well, you did that. You know what? You did that in 03 beautifully, too. I reckon you won the mind games in 03. I was involved with the club at the time and uh, at, at Collingwood, and it was Brisbane's limping in, Lappin's on one leg, Voss is gone, Black's shot to bits. Um, and it, it's, I reckon it just played in the minds of Collingwood, and they really went in there probably not overconfident, but thought that, that it was going to be their day. And they looked like there were no signs of anyone being in any sort of pain from Brisbane in 03. Yeah, good description. I reckon the media did us an enormous favour in a couple of ways. One, they got them into a false sense of security that they were that far the favourites that they were. There was no chance they could lose. And then, and then I'm lying in bed the night before trying to sleep, which you can never do before a grand final anyway. And I just keep watching these news stories on how Colin was going to win, and I just kept getting angrier and angrier and angrier. So it just uh, charged me up. I reckon maybe a few of my teammates too. 2001, two and three premiership player with the Brisbane Lions and Norm Smith medalist 2001. Now, just we don't want to harp on it too much, but you didn't play in the 2004 grand final because you got smashed up in the prelim. Your face got rearranged, Sean. But it just goes to show you weren't there and you lost. So the sequence was over. <laughs> the difference. <laughs> not, uh, not taking any uh, anything out of that. But the reality was it was a uh, tough week uh, for the club. Uh, our last appearance in a grand final. Believing that that was uh, that's not what's going to happen on Saturday. That's for sure. Really, uh, really hoping for the the current group. I think it's a really strong group. Uh, Lockie Neal's win's been a real great start to the week, but just love to see them finish the job for Chris Fagan and a lot of people up at the club. But but yeah, certainly um, yeah, it didn't finish it didn't finish well for me. I uh, I, uh, I had to sit and watch my uh, our, our players and not be not be able to help them out there on Grand Final day. But uh, but those things are what uh, football presents, as you said, with Collingwood. They've got a couple a couple of people out and stuff, and then Brisbane have got them all in. So hopefully, um, hopefully it's another. Uh, version of 2001, 2 and 3. Yeah, Sean oh, Hart, no, no, our guest, on. is in the car currently going to Bendigo, I think, now in Victoria. Now, Sean, just in regards to um, the, the get-together, you had a recent get-together up there in Brisbane. Craig McRae was there. How proud of you uh, of him for what he's achieved with Collingwood? Oh, I love him to bits. He's just a great fella. Uh, he always has been literally one of, if not my favourite teammate, there's no doubt. Not that you should have a favourite, but I, uh, I do. He's just a, a, a genius of a guy, and uh, I can understand why he has such an influence on that football club and that group of players. I've uh, been very proud. He uh, was inducted into the Hall of Fame, just gave a, a rousing speech and just spoke so magnificently. Just a a guy that leads from the heart and and leads family and and people first. And that's what I uh, particularly love about him. It's not about performance. The performance is the end result of the way he loves his people. Who was the best player that uh, of your of your premiership sides, Sean? I, it's it gets debated all the time. Voss, Black, Brown, Acker, Lappin, throw in power as well. Who was the most important player in grand final times for uh, that three peat? Gee, you'll get me into trouble there, Scotty. Real yeah. trouble, you will. Big one, I could talk about every one of them. They're all brilliant at what they did, but. But Voss, no one ever, no one ever trumped Voss in my opinion. Uh, but and you know, he had he had everything that I think uh, a leader needs. But he just stood above other leaders for me, just because of the way he he, he um, 
habitually led with his actions. Again, I know that there's some other great leaders and people might not agree with me, but, but playing alongside, walking alongside that guy day after day, going through what he went through, but continuing to inspire, there was just something about him uh, that, that stood him above everyone else for me. So you've declared Voss. Now, out of the players that I mentioned, Black, Brown, Acker, Lappin, Power, even throw in Lynchy as well, who was a star, got to play him a few times. Um, if they were all listening, which one would message you first, do you think? Um, I think I think his number would have been number 12 back in the day, I reckon. <laughs> Acker. Brilliant. Brilliant. He wore a very ordinary-looking ordinary suit too, let me tell you, to the Brownlow medal, but... Uh, very shiny number. Hey, hey just can we, we've just seen recently the 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 incident involving Angus Brayshaw and Braden Maynard. Angus wearing a helmet. You you made a helmet uh, part of your everyday uh, wear in regards to your football career. You had any after effects from from heavy knocks, Sean? No, thankfully at the moment I don't, Tim. Um, and really uh, praying and hoping that doesn't happen as well. I know that it's a reality for what some of these guys are going into, and and understandably some of the head knocks that you do receive um, are real brain shakers. And I know the one that that I had in my last game, um, uh, as my uh, club doctor just uh, told me the other night. I didn't even know, but 20 years later he told me I was a bit worried because I thought there was uh, an eye popping out and all sorts of stuff because of the damage to my face. So. Uh, so the reality of what must happen to our brains sometimes with those contacts means that, that we do play a dangerous sport and, um, and, and there's a real chance of uh, the reality of some damage to the brain. So I'm very thankful, believing that I'll be OK. But, I, um, but yeah, I understand some players are really struggling, uh, losing careers and just losing uh, livelihoods because of it as well. Yeah, no, it's, it's a horrible thing to watch. And I know if different things affect different people, but some um, are getting, you know, scarred by it. But, um, mate, I want to ask you, the other week I did a little six-player, there were six teams left, and we did a wild card. Um, you know, the, the player that you, that's going to bob up, You're not the, the stars that we know. We know what you're going to get from Lockie Neal. You know what you get from Joe Danaher. Um, you know what you're going to get from Pendlebury and Dacos and Dago. Is there a couple of, a player at Brisbane and a player at Collingwood you think could be a little X factor, the one that, that pops up and, and goes berserk? Well, maybe like a, a Bradshaw did for you guys. Yeah, again, I, I, you, look for, you look for a bit of the form, I think, and uh, I hope he gets a great start because I think Kenny Coleman uh, for Brisbane is the sort of guy who played a magnificent game the other night, and he's the sort of guy coming off halfback. You know, they don't necessarily tag you, but they might have to tag you by the end because mm. he's such a beautiful ball user. He breaks the lines and, you know, he really controls the game. And so he's the sort of guy, I think, that uh, that certainly could um, could do that. Again, uh, the Collingwood, uh, who, who could it be? I mean, uh, the reality is a guy like uh, even Majacek, uh, I know, you know, he's a regarded player, but, um, you know, he could pop up and kick five or six. That, you know, he could have that sort of day. He's just that type of player as well. So... So there's probably a couple I could go on, but I, I really liked the game of Kitty Coleman last week, and I think oh, yeah. for Brisbane, these young guys, if they can get going, get some confidence, that's going to be the, the real key to making sure that they get contributions across the board. Where are you going to watch the game from? I'll be at the G, but, but without a doubt, and I'm, I'm hoping to wear my Brisbane Lions jumper as well, for sure, so I'll board it down, and um, if I... I don't feel like there's a bit of look at me, look at me, I'll 
Oh, I love that. I love that. Isn't one of the great, one of the most decorated players in the yep. history of our game? Two hundred and seventy-three games, three-time premiership player, Norm Smith medalist, loves the club, mate. Wear the bloody jumper. Doesn't matter, mate. It's not look at me, look at me. You deserve to bloody you support the team publicly. I love it. I think that is just that. That's what Brisbane have done to the football community, and that is an iconic team. And you're an iconic player, so be proud and enjoy the Saturday, mate. Well, thank you and well said, Tim. I'll just make sure I get the sunscreen on. I'll do that for sure. <laughs> You're a legend. Thanks for joining us, mate. Have a, have a safe trip and, and enjoy uh, Saturday. going to be huge. There he is, Sean Hard. What about that? Is, I love that. I just love that. He's got yep. no shame. I'm going to wear the bloody jumper because I'm wearing proud. Jumper. And yeah. fair, well, fair enough, too. Uh, they were a fair side, weren't they? Now, I know I missed, obviously, O2 grand final with a hammy, but uh, my boys pulled out my uh, my Collingwood jumper. And, oh, you're going to wear uh, it? He, uh, no, I'm not. Uh, it doesn't fit anymore, but he's oh. going to wear it. Uh, he's I just thought you worried. It's overweight. <laughs> yeah. about this? Well, that's, yeah, that's me. Thank you, Jack. That's me playing days, yeah, but you don't need to play that again, you reptiles. Uh, but, no, he's going to wear it. Harley's going to wear it. Yeah, he's going to wear it, and um, it's, he's only concerned, as I said, he's got 32 on it, and he goes, oh, that's Hosky. He goes, oh. <laughs> Take the well, two we... off. <laughs> All the three, just wear single nah, digits. Hosky could have a blonder. He no, could have a blonder. yeah, he could. SEN's yeah. AFL Grand Final Day partner is Cobram Estate Premium, Australian Extra Virgin Olive Oil and Alterna Leaf. Book your online appointment at alternaleaf.com.au. Tune in from 11 right here on SEN. Some news thanks to Loop Logics, the future of construction management. For a free demo, visit looplogics.com. Simon Miller, also in Melbourne, for very different reasons, joins us next. It's time for an odds update. Thanks to Ladbrokes. Ladbroker. Ladbroker. Download the Ladbrokes app today. Tommy Hacker joins us. Tom, I want to get the AFL Norm Smith and the first goal kicker market. We can get the head-to-head uh, Thursday, Friday. What do you got for us? Yeah, always plenty of interest in these Norm Smith medal and first goal kicker markets, and this year is no exception. Nick Dacos didn't win the Brownlow, but his favourite to win the Norm Smith, he's there at $4.50. Jordan Degoli's had a great final so far. He's on the second line of betting at five fifty. Lockie Neal looking to do the Brownlow Norm Smith doubles there at seven dollars. Then there's a bit of a gap to the likes of Josh Dunkley eleven dollars, Hugh McCluggage at twelve dollars. I think Scott Pendlebury's good value. The veteran he obviously doesn't have as many uh, he doesn't rack up as many possessions as he as he once did. But I think he's got a really good record against the line. I think he could be a key man for the Pies. He's twenty one dollars. And Fords don't win the award very often, but I think Charlie Cameron is going to be key for the Lions. If they're going to win this this game, I think Charlie Cameron's going to need to have a big game. He's $23, which I think is over the odds there as well. We go to first goal kicking market. This is very, very competitive. Uh, equal favourites at the moment. Brody Mocek and Joe Danaher, equal favourites at $8.50. Jamie Elliott, $9. I like Charlie Cameron at $9. Bobby Hill's been a fast starter in both finals so far. He's been key to mm. getting the ties off to a good start. He's 12 to kick the first goal. I think the value for uh, the Lions is Zach Bailey as well at $16. He's a, a proven goal kicker as well. So plenty of value to be found in that market. If you can nail the first goal kicker, you should finish the grand final in front. Nice work by you. Uh, what price Harris Andrews to win the Norm Smith medal? There has been a bit of support for Harris Andrews uh, in Norm Smith betting market. He's $26 now alongside the likes of Joe Danaher. And if you're looking down the other end of the pitch, Darcy Moore, $29 for the Pies. Yeah, right. You okay. can't win a Norm Smith for punching the ball, surely. Well, maybe umpires. <laughs> who, who votes on the Norm Smith? 
No, hopefully not the umpire. No, it's not the umpire. No, there'll be an uh, expert panel. panel. Yeah, it's a panel. That's exactly right. Hey, hey, one year, I think one year yeah. famously, Lee Matthews uh, awarded votes to the wrong player. In the COVID grand final in 2020, I think uh, Lee Matthews got a bit confused uh, between Nathan Broad and another Richmond uh, player. He did. Oh, I think he did as well. Hey, uh, before we let you go, have you got a winner for us today anywhere around the country? Yeah, I think it's a, a very interesting day of racing. The best racing is at Rose Hill. And my best bet of the day comes in at Rose Hill, race four, number seven, Rift Rocket. For the Chris Wallace stable, Jason Collett in the saddle, mm. has had two race wins from three starts. It'll settle right on the feet from barrier four today. It's $3 at the moment. I think it'll start shorter than that. That's Rose Hill, race four, number seven, Rift Rocket. There it is. Tommy Hackett from Ladbrokes. Appreciate your time again, Thomas. Thanks, boys. That odds update thanks to Ladbrokes. Ladbroken on all your favourite racing. Download the Ladbrokes app today. You win some, you lose more. For free and confidential support, visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. Don't forget, Beaumont Tiles is giving you a chance to get a trip for two to America's biggest footy game, probably the biggest game ever, $70,000, Scotty. Mm. We, oh, yeah. in. There's an AFL game over there, apparently. Just shop in-store at Beaumont <laughs> before November 12. And you're in with the chance. T's and C's apply. Simon Miller, the trainer of Amelia's Jewel, goes around at Mooney Valley Friday night in the Stock Stakes. He's He'd be good on that trip, too, Simon. He'd be good on that trip. <laughs> He'd be go buy some tiles. <laughs> this is Scotty and Goss. Scotty's in Melbourne. I'm in Perth. Currently 20 degrees in Perth. Oh, wow. Heading for a top of 34. <laughs> and she's running on. Life lessons at the clock tower took the front. Here's Amelia's jewel about to let down hands and heels. Amelia's jewel up to life lessons who fights. Amelia's jewel a neck, a half life lessons. Too good. Too good. Amelia's jewel a length life lessons. He's too good, and we're going to see on Friday night just how good she is again going around Mooney Valley. That's Amelia's jewel goes around in the stock stakes. Her trainer, Simon Miller, is in Melbourne here. We appreciate his time. Uh, well done, Mayor. Thanks for joining us. Thanks, Tim. Morning, Scotty. And uh, don't worry about Amelia's jewel. This is the week all the ex-players get the cashies going. I'm, I'm tipping Scotty's in Melbourne. Uh, yes, I'm just down the road from wherever you are. Uh, <laughs> Cashies. Right. You can smell it, Tim. The cashies are in the air. Yeah, I, don't, I don't condone that type of behaviour. No, I don't mean either. All, <laughs> all via the books. All via the books here, that's for sure. We actually had a, uh, a one of the... Uh, well, she was an owner, part owner of one of your wow. horses in your care, Simon, who... Mm who uh, texted in and said that you will not find a better-run stable. Everything is immaculate yep. and uh, everything is above board and beautiful. Yeah, Beck of Dun-Craig, Simon. Beck of Dun-Craig, she yeah. says, let me tell you, Tim, as an owner of one of Simon's horses, I also have two others in other stables and no one comes close to the videos and updates. Simon Miller, you'll actually get sick of the guy. I, I did text her back and say, I already am. <laughs> too late. It's, uh, too late for that. <laughs> um, there is a reason he is the best uh, in the in, in Enjoy the celebrations, Beck of Dunn, Craig. And this goes back to my ownership of uh, one of your uh, soon-to-be your superstars. Your ownership. Your ownership. I mean, it's a Come great on. pleasure to be an anabolistic. I'd like to get an update for the public uh, how good my horse is going, please. Tim, we've probably never seen one trot and canter as better and as early on in a preparation. Um, you know, I don't want to compare it to uh, other good horses, but uh, she's showing great potential so far. Okay, cool. So, I mean, I mean, I know you're there for Amelia's jewel, but you can't wait to get home to 
put the polish really on your house. Sink your teeth into a banalist. Absolutely, and there'll be some vision within the next twenty-four hours of oh, her. Wow. Tim just being uh, under saddle. I'm sure you'll be. Oh, thrilled. I can't and, uh, wait for that. Yeah. Hey, no, that's, mate, uh, you're excited. Well. Mate, you're excited about Friday night getting around the valley. I know you had a taste of it the other day. As she seemed to get around really nicely. It is. Just let our listeners know the difference between Mooney Valley and some of the other tracks yeah. who are not ra- racing people. How different it is to get around. Well, Mooney Valley compared to even just her previous start, Flemington, a total uh, contrast. So, Flemington's got this wide open track with you know, 400. 450 plus metre running in a straight line. Um, Mooney Valley is a tight turning track with a really small straight. So you've you got to build speed while cornering and then try and hit your top gear quick. It's, a, it's an intriguing track. It, it's, um, you know, a lot of people don't like the track, but I think that's because they can do their money on the punt. But it, there's a bit of love to it as well. And some horses don't handle it and, and others do, but I'm pretty confident she'll get around because Ascot's pretty similar to tight mm. turn and track um, with, with a small straight. So it, it just probably adds another intrigue to the race. You know, there's still that element that she get around it. You know, until you do, you don't know. But I'd be pretty confident she does. Well, the other week, mate, you said uh, you basically told us what was going to happen. You said that she was going to love the straight at Flemington, and she did. And hands and heels their way to uh, to victory there. Uh, you, you called the well, you called the race for us, predicted the race for us, and it was spot on the money. What is going to happen on Friday? Where is she going to sit? Where does she need to be? And as you said, you've got to be on, you've got to be on the speed at the turn because uh, it's not really a swoopers track, old Mooney Valley. What's going to happen? No. Hopefully, uh, Scotty, there's some good speed in the race because she hasn't been afforded truly run races for a handful of starts now. And she, just that really good turn of foot that she can still get them. Now, if they happen to go quick and, and make it a, a really fast-run race, well, she can absorb pressure and quicken, so you'll see her go even quicker. But, um, yeah, you're right. You'll have to be on top of them or give you, get your revs up well before the turn because you don't have that long once you're straightened to the post. But uh, on the way she got around it the other morning, I'm pretty confident that um, she'll be fine. and the best man in the business, Frosty, on board, and he can sort it out. Yeah, Bunbury's finest, Damien Lane, the jockey. Of course, now, may I ask you, the, uh, the, the love for Amelia's jewel over there, there was so much talk about her and uh, 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 getting over there. Just want to know about the love for Amelia's jewel uh, since you have arrived there and the media and the hype around the horse. The, the hype, the media was out of control when I first got got there. I knew it would be strong because I've previously done a lot of um, Eastern States interviews from Perth, but uh, this time around, it, it's when I got there, I had a press conference and there was like, cameras, TVs, radios everywhere. I was like, whoa, this is, this is for real. And then it's amazing the, the information that comes through um, our work email, like people are ringing up saying, oh, if she wins on Saturday, I'm getting a tattoo. And then one bloke literally has got a tattoo from when she won and he, sh- he sent it into to the email again. Um, another one uh, told us that uh, he had her going for a large result in a multi if she won the Northerly and his uh, wife was due to get pregnant at the same time and it was a girl. So he said, if, if, you know, she won uh, the Northerly and he named her daughter Amelia. And it was like, this is just, it's hilarious. 
So Do you reckon we're looking for our, everyone looks everyone's looking for our next winks, aren't we? Or the next black caviar or next Maccabi Diva. I think there's a great thing about racing. We're looking for one to be a standout. They do, Scott, and, and when if one can deliver, um, it just builds momentum. And and I suppose Melbourne's pretty lucky at the moment. I mean, obviously they're hard to come around winks and black caviar and yeah. the like. Um, but like at the moment, Mr. Brightside like over here, and even from when I was in Perth, everyone's on on him because he wins more than he loses. And I think that's the attraction to her. We, you know, if she doesn't win, she runs second, so she does, she doesn't let him down. So. But they, um, as she keeps winning, the, the popularity will, will keep going through through the roof. So, and you'll probably see um, funny things. Like there were some people at the races the other day that had Hawaiian shirts with, and she was embroidered all over it, like mm. of her coming <laughs> back to scale. <laughs> it's hilarious. Yeah. Well, I want to mention the other day. Uh, can I just say, in, in immaculate crisp shirt, the white shirt was mm. in your presentation, the way you presented yeah. yourself, and the and the suit. I love that suit. I love the cut of the suit. I love the colour of the suit. My only criticism, my only criticism as your um, as your wardrobe um, oh. uh, public relations officer is the tie needed to. If you're going to have a nice knot tie, it's got to be at its full. It's got to be at full length. It's got to be up the top. There's no gap between the top of the shirt <laughs> and the start of the knot. Okay. Then you look like a bloke who doesn't like to wear ties much, don't yeah. you? When you're so if you're going to go, you got to go. Yeah. You got to go elite. You can't sort of go. Sort well, I've, got a, I've got a new tie this one, so I'll, I'll make sure that it's jammed right up. Yeah, that's cool. That's <laughs> well, really cool. When I was looking, I was going, well, you know, Bernadette Cooper's pick of the yard. I went, well, that's that's Ed Miller. Uh, he's, he's presented beautifully. There's a really nice glow in his coat. There's no sweat. Uh, he's just presented so well. No, you looked great. Hey, mate, um, even, but, but now I want to flip that around. Friday night at the Valley is almost non-tie worthy. It is, but you, you're right. Him, but I'm still going to produce a tie. I just okay. got to do it for you. Okay, okay, okay. It's a group, so he... okay, yeah, good point. You make a good point. Hey, mate, Amelia's Jewel is Friday night. Can't wait for it. You've got four runners going around at Belmont today. Going to be 34 degrees here today. 34 degrees. I tell you what I did notice. That horse, Mel Carpindari, which you've uh, got uh, in your stable for some for some owners, it's had a couple of starts for you. It does not like to be inside other horses. It's got to get out wide. It's got to get out and free. Yeah. It needs to be free. Anything on, on near the rails, it doesn't oh, like it. Outside winger. And yeah. Uh, you know what we could call that? No, I can't say it. I'll upset the Carlton thing. Craig, Craig Bradley. <laughs> Like acres. <laughs> yeah. So they'll come for you. They'll come for you. Uh, so which which is I'm your best today? Which is your, which is your best today? Well, see, I don't want to say Melkar Pindari because history says I'll mock it. Mm. Um, well, in all honesty, I think we've got great chances all day. I cannot believe the price of Melkar Pindari. I think that's over. Me neither. Me neither. Uh, Should be odds on. I, I, that's what I thought, Tim. Hundred percent right. So, um, I would, they kicked their brains in last start. It absolutely kicked their brains in. And drawn wide, out of trouble. It was money for absolute jam, Simon. Yeah. Yeah, no, I would be playing her. Um, Dan's boss was really good the other day in the maiden and um, trained on since. So, I, uh, I respect that horse as well. Mm-hmm. Um, Pro Portrait was good. It was. 2000 for the first go. 
and seduced me. Didn't have much. Face day, it looked a bit awful that that race. Mm. But Brad got off, and he said he's exactly like Mel Carpindari. It needs galloping room. Yeah. Doesn't appreciate being around him. So you watch Brad come to the outside today. Can't wait. All right, it's going to be a big day for the Miller clan. Hey, mate, always appreciate your time. He's got a couple of soft horses, is what I'm hearing. Unlike a rough and tumble with a soft (laughs) horse. Real soft outsiders. No, no, they're all, they're all individuals, Scott. You got to you got to know their strengths and weaknesses. Yeah, correct. That's the that's the words of a great coach. There you go. Hey, mate. Uh, good luck Friday night. We'll be cheering for you, legend. And uh, if are you any are you any chance to go to the GF on Saturday? Nope. I am on a flight first first flight out Saturday morning. Oh, You've what? got to know your strengths and weaknesses, Tim. Yeah. I've got. Um, <laughs> I've got all my carnival horses trialling uh, Monday, and I need to be back and fully functioning for that. So if I stay Saturday, what I'll do, I'll go to the grand final, I'll blow myself up, I'll get on the plane Sunday, hungover, and I'm no good Monday. So I'm on the first flight out so I can get home and watch a granny from home. Real quick one word, please be my saviour. Who are you tipping, Brisbane or Collingwood? Brisbane, easy. Oh, too much speed. Jesus. It's 11 out of 11. Simon, appreciate your time. Thanks, mate. Uh, Brizzy, on the, on the bear for Lions. And I'm tipping Brisbane. Oh, I'm going to go with the crowd, and I'll follow Brisbane in. Uh, my son's a Brizzy supporter, so I'm going to go Brisbane for the double, the Brisbane Broncos and the Brisbane Lions. Uh, I'm going to go towards uh, Brisbane. <laughs> Join the bandwagon everyone else, I think. Uh, well, I've got four, four of me real good mates at Collingwood supporters, so I'm yeah. going. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Collingwood supporter, father and brother, so I'll be going for Brisbane. The people have spoken. We'll do it again tomorrow, Scott. Oh, uh, well, the people suck.